0: Jody Eklund, you are a successful snowboard pro and mother of two. How do you manage your husband? (laughs) He
1: manages himself.
0: (laughs) Hello, and welcome to the Snowmass Extreme Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Hartman, but I'm better known as Tigger, El Tigre if you're speaking Spanish. This season, I spoke with E. Smith Award winners about life in Snowmass Village. When did you move to Snowmass and why?
1: I moved to Snowmass in 1998. That was my first winter here. I moved here for snowboarding and snow. Since moving to Snowmass, have you ever moved away? When I first came to Snowmass, I came just for the winters on a visa that was seasonal. So I had to leave at the end of the season and I would go back to New Zealand and teach there. And that was a great training ground for me to go and improve my writing and teaching and do more training. So I would leave every winter, uh, end of every winter, go to New Zealand. And then eventually when I stayed, I had to figure out the immigration side of things so then um, I was very fortunate to win the diversity visa lottery which is essentially the green card lottery and that allowed me to stay summers and winters in Snowmass where in New Zealand were you teaching I taught mostly at the Remarkables in Queenstown why did you keep coming back
0: in the beginning and then as you started coming here year-round
1: Well, it was easier to make money here in Snowmass as a snowboard instructor, for sure. But I also would just look forward to coming back to this amazing mountain. I just couldn't believe how long the runs were and how wide open they were and how quiet they were. I felt like this was a secret that other people hadn't figured out yet. And I couldn't believe I'd stumbled upon it, actually. So I had to just keep coming back. I forgot to mention that there was another time that I moved away and went to live in Park City for a winter. And this was after I'd already been here for a while. I knew quickly that Park City was not where I needed to be. And so as soon as I could, I was making plans to get back here.
0: (laughs) Nice, I love that. Do you have a favorite memory living here at Snowmass?
1: Honestly, I can't pinpoint one favorite memory. I have so many good memories. Probably so many of my best days have been here at Snowmass. Just riding powder on days off, being with friends, um, riding with amazing clients that are just super fun to be with. Uh, It all adds up to lots of really good memories.
0: So how would you describe Snowmass to someone you've never met But you want them to know how much the people and the place mean to you.
1: I would describe Snowmass as being a special place in the mountains that takes a little bit of effort to get to. It's not right on I-70. Most of the time, I wish that I could just show people, get them out on the mountain and take them around to some of my favourite places and let them see it and feel it for themselves because it's hard to describe you can just look at it and you can see the you know what we have now with the base village and a lot of construction sort of in the the base area once you get up and away from that that's that's what i think is special and that's what i like to show people and try to explain or you know show them with photographs or whatever i can do it's it's hard to really explain it though until someone can experience it i think
0: Do you have a favorite run or
1: area on Snowmass? I love the Hanging Valley. (laughs) The whole Hanging Valley, the head wall, you know, everything down from there. I just love it. Why? Because it feels like you're in the wilderness, but you're not. They, you know, they do avalanche mitigation work back there. So there's less fear of avalanche. There's... Ski patrol coming through there. If if anything was ever to happen, you're sort of not alone in that area, but you have this feeling of being away from the crowds and seeing more of the the beauty of nature. Less you know, less grooming, (laughs) Um, less markers around the place. You sort of have to find your way, and uh, and the snow is great back there on a good day. It's just the best place to go, in my opinion. Excellent. Do you have a
0: fun or funny Memory you could share.
1: I saw a chairlift come off once. (laughs) Okay, that's a big deal. (laughs) It's kind of a big deal. I don't know if other people would think it was funny, but at the time, it was, it was kind of funny. There was a little old chairlift that was called High Alpine before the the current High Alpine that's there now, and one day late in the season, it was probably one of the last days of the season. Um, I was with someone and we were going to get on that chair and the loading area was really, really slick. Like it had that sheen to it where if you, you step onto it, you can easily slip over. And the person I was with actually did slip. They fell right there on the line. And that chair used to kind of whip around behind you and the lift attendant would have to grab the chair and hold the chair, which I believe they call bumping the chair, so that it can slow down enough for you to sit down on it. And uh, as that chair whipped around, the person next to me was on the ground and the chair would have hit them in the head really hard. So what the lift attendant did was they swung the chair to miss us and the chair swung out to the right and then it came back to the left and then it went a couple more swings and it hit the lift tower that was just a bit further up and it kind of did this crazy crash And the chair fell right off. (laughs) I couldn't believe what I was seeing. And it was chair number 69. And (laughs) they did not run that chairlift again for the rest of the season.
0: This is amazing. I'm so glad you shared this. (laughs) Because I saw this. (laughs) I was on the Alpine Springs chairlift. I have no idea who I was with. If I was with friends or guests or whoever... But I saw this happen and I never knew it was you that was there. Mm-hmm. And I saw it swing right side to side. And it was just, I'm not great with distance, but like 15, 20 feet away from the loading area, just a little higher up, mm-hmm. just a little.
1: Yep. Uh, and, yeah. I saw and it, it went th- bong right against the tower. Yeah. I've never seen anything like it before I, or since. It was crazy. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Hello, listeners. Are you enjoying the Snowmass Extreme podcast? Would you like to hear more content just like this? Subscribe to the Snowmass Extreme Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and tell
0: your friends. Because it's a big-ass mountain, and there are free refills for everyone. Jody Acklin. Oh, Jody is so sweet. First female to win the uh, award. First female to win it. She was the first female to win it. And she's great, you know, she really, she's got kids and stuff. She's still out there riding and she rides well. She's been around as a professional forever. She's the sweetest lady. Does it all on the snowboard, does it on skis, Went through the certification. She can ride like no one's business. I think she really typifies, like, you know, the first of the real female snowboard instructors who are just totally professional. We could do anything at any time, any level. And we didn't have that before Jodie came along. Mm -hmm. You know, she's taking the fact that who she is as a person, which is a wonderful woman and mother, her ability on a snowboard, you know.
1: Oh, yeah, she is amazing. I feel like that's the first female name on there, too, and justifiably so. She's an amazing rider. She puts up
0: with Scotty, Power Mom, all those things. Definitely, one thing comment I say about Jody is she is somebody one of the few people in this world. On a day off, I would free ride with her. Always happy, smiley. Every every chance I get to talk to her is, is just just a positive one. I don't get to see her much though. I worked a private with Jody Eklund a month ago, and she does such a good job. And I'm not surprised, you know, that she loves it so much, and it makes it look so easy. She's she's a great instructor. Jody, obviously, like, inspirational with how they're raising their, their girls and solid rider. Just a paramount professional. Yeah, hey, Scotty's wife. <laughs> no, I knew it. I know. I'm not supposed to say that. No, she is her own person and awesome in her own right. Jody is tough, man. And I think an inspiration to the girls. You know what I mean? I think the girls look up to her. Um, I know Tamara does. You know, when she rides, she likes seeing Jody at lineup. She likes seeing Jody out there when she's teaching and when she's riding. And when they do clinics and trainings together, probably, you know, responsible. She's probably a responsible adult. An adult, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's a fully grown grown adult, which is why I respect her. Unlike most of us. Yes, exactly. Which is why I respect her, but also why we don't hang out as much as I would quite like. Yeah, Jody and Scott, just awesome guys to have down at lineup. Always good for a really good conversation and always good to chat about Australia as well, even though my wife's from New Zealand. But
1: we end up chatting about New Zealand or Australia and just getting back down there. I was there when they met. I was definitely there when they met. I remember that night quite well. I smile a lot about it. I believe it was the end of the season event and uh, I guess it was just the beginning of their Lifelong season right there, but it was a lot of fun. I was into my own things, doing my own things that evening, and I just kept looking over, being like, attaboy, all night long. <laughs> attaboy. So it was
0: perfect. Jody Eklund, I also met her with Scott. She is the the calming influence on the team. And I think that she, you know, anything and anytime you need to have a question, Jody can answer it for you and she'll take care of you as great as she can. I've talked to a lot of people about Jody, and people talk about Jody as a calming force. And I agree with that, but God, I think her calm demeanor hides her strong interior. I am very impressed with Jody. I respect the hell out of Jody. She's got family that she takes care of like an awesome mom. Be an awesome employee, be an awesome wife, snowboard. I'll do anything for her. Well, she needs, she probably just needs to hear it straight from me, but you know, she's just been best thing happened to me. Snowmass changed since you first moved here.
1: I was thinking recently about how before the gondola was there, we had a wood run chairlift, and then it was it took time to get over to Elk Camp. There was no real easy access to Elk Camp unless you took Two Creeks Chair from the base there. Um, so you would have to go up Fanny Hill, Coney Glade, Big Burn Chair, and then work your way across the mountain to get to Elk Camp. So it would be half the day just to get to Elk Camp, whereas now you can just go straight there on that gondola and have your um, beginners up there too, which was not an option back then. And then we used to take the kids for snowboarding on the Bernie the Bear bus to Assay Hill. That was where Tube Town was, which is now where the Viceroy is. There was a yurt where you could get pizza. But uh, before even that, we used to walk kids over to Manja Manja, which was the pizza shop that's over at, um, it's kind of beho- behind the Conoco gas station right there. We've, we'd walk over there for lunch, and now we don't even think of it. Maybe we should on busy days. I don't <laughs> know, but yeah, the whole base village, obviously, that that's all happened within the last twenty years or so. Uh, before that, there was a lot of parking lots down there that were great for learning how to spin your car on the ice. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I learned to drive defensively. Was down in those really? parking lots that are not there anymore. That's yeah. Funny.
0: Yep. I appreciate all of what you just listed. The changes mm-hmm. and some of the things I noticed were the change in lifts, change in runs. Uh, is there something that you can reflect on that you miss the that,
1: that changed? Mm-hmm. I miss the um, the quiet that we used to have. I feel like with the newer lifts there's a there's a higher pace and there's more noise Mm -hmm. (laughs) it used to be that you could be mid-mountain and it would be less sound and yeah I miss that I liked the quiet early on it's a much busier place noisier place now
0: what does the e smith award mean to you
1: well I'm on a, a list of People who I like to think have made an impression on our snowboard school. I think it's a pretty coveted award. People like to get their names on that list. So I felt pretty special when I was awarded that award. It's nice to be the first woman on there, I confess. <laughs> I felt good about that. I was going to ask,
0: what does that mean to you, being the first female to have received the award?
1: I, I would say that there's always been, it's always been that women have been the minority in our snowboard school. There's always been more men than women on the team. So, you know, that probably accounts for part of the fact that, that you know, there's more men than women on that list. Um, but, yeah, I think that it's, it's great to still be here representing for the women on the team. And I, I like to think that for new women coming in, they they appreciate that they can look up to a woman who um, has been able to go the distance and still going, yes. <laughs> still hanging in there <laughs> and still enjoying it, you know. I want to keep going as long as I can.
0: So we just went through all of the current East Smith Award winners And do you see a thread that
1: might connect those people? I feel like, I mean, the really obvious answer to me is that everyone here really loves snowboarding. And I'm not sure, but I, I get the feeling that most of those people came to be here because they love snowboarding.
0: Thank you, Jody. I am thankful snowboarding brought both of us to Snowmass and the people we call family. And I agree, life is too short to miss a powder day in Hanging Valley. If you like this show, please share, rate, and review us on your podcast app. Our theme music is by Lonnie Betts and the Squeaky Sneaker Band. Until next time, stay healthy and be excellent to each other.
1: we get to teach whole day lessons and connect with people and really get to know them it's amazing to see those people come back year after year because of that connection sometimes because of the tradition that they get that the families that come back every year at Christmas because that's just become their tradition and they don't want to change it Um, and that we get to have a part in that is is really really something And I don't think it exists in a lot of other places. I love that I've had the chance to watch kids that I snowboarded with grow up. Some of them are starting to have kids of their own, and I hope I'll get to snowboard with them too. I love that a lot of the people who work here keep on working here. So some of the relationships with other staff, whether they're instructors or people in other departments, like those are are long-time relationships now at this point. Uh, the time flies, <laughs> but yeah, it's like when I look back and I and I think about how long I've known some people for, and it's 20 plus years. I didn't come here expecting that, and uh, it's it's happened very easily. <laughs> you know, so that to me is something that sets this place apart from other places that I've lived and worked and experienced.